The hour of seven having arrived, I'm going to call the meeting to order. The clerk will call the roll. Kolar. Here. Kolar here, Krause. Krause here, Levin. Here. Levin here, Matano. Here. Matano here, McCarvel. Here. McCarvel here, Miles. Here. Miles here, Nelson. Here. Nelson here, O'Loughlin. Here. O'Loughlin here, Pirtle. Pirtle here, Rip. Rip's here. Uh, Rit. Rit is here. Rusk. Rusk here. Saloff. Saloff here, Shower. Shower here, Schmidt. Schmidt here, Stubbs. Stubbs here, Veldrin. Veldrin here, Wegleitner. Wegleitner here, Willett. Willett here, Williams. Williams here, Young. Young here, Sweetful. Sweetful here, Baird. Baird here, Bollig. Bollig here, Chenoweth. Chenoweth here, Clausius. Clausius here, De Felice. Take Leachie here, Downing. Here. Downing here, Die. Die here, Erickson. Here. Erickson here, Farrell. Here. Farrell here, Gillis. Here. Gillis here, Hendrick. Here. Hendrick here, Jones. Here. Jones here, Kiefer. Here. Kiefer here, Kilmer. Here. Kilmer here, Corey. Here. Wow, everybody here. 37 members here. And not only do we have a quorum, we have everyone. <laughs> This evening will be led in our prayer inspirational message by Supervisor Kolar. Thank you, Chair Corrigan. Tonight I recommend being inspired by an American governor from the 1940s. The source of the following is Wikipedia. To learn more, I recommend reading A Principled Politician by Adam Schrager. Following President Franklin Roosevelt's issuance of Executive Order 9066, on February 19, 1942, the War Relocation Authority decided to resettle Japanese Americans from the West Coast into internment camps in the interior of the continent. Governor of Colorado, Ralph Carr, took a unique position among Western governors who had adopted the popular anti-Japanese sentiment of the period. They both supported internment of all Japanese, whatever their citizenship, and objected to locating internment camps in their states. Carr, on the other hand, opposed interning American citizens, depriving them of their basic rights as citizens based only on their racial background or the citizenship of their ancestors. Unlike his peers, Cars endorsed the federal government's incarceration program for non-citizens and agreed that Colorado should accept its share of the evacuees and treat them respectfully. He also underscored the broader context of war against several enemy countries to downplay the struggle with Japan that could easily be seen as a racial conflict. On February 29th, when he volunteered Colorado for housing Italians, Germans, and Japanese relocated from the West Coast, he said, they are as loyal to American institutions as you and I. Many of them have been born here, are American citizens, with no connection or feeling of loyalty toward the customs and philosophies of Italy, Germany, and Japan. I'm not talking on behalf of Japanese, of Italians, or of Germans, as such when I say this. I am talking to 
all Americans, people, whether their status be white, brown, or black, and regardless of the birthplaces of their grandfathers. When I say that if a majority may deprive a minority of its freedom, contrary to the terms of the Constitution today, then you, as a minority, may be subjected to the same ill will of the majority tomorrow. Carr's advocacy for racial tolerance and for protection of the constitutional rights of Japanese Americans are generally thought to have cost him his political career. Let's be inspired tonight to have even more moral fortitude than that of Governor Carr. As we act in any way we can to defend the constitutional rights of all U.S. citizens. Please join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, Supervisor Kolar. Are there any announcements this evening? Supervisor O'Loughlin. Thank you, Madam Chair. I'd just like to take a uh, couple of minutes, if I may, and uh, give you a synopsis of our NACO legislative conference held in Washington on 25 March through, uh, I, I'm sorry, 25 uh, February through March 1st, held at the Marriott Wardman Park. Uh, I am uh, on the board of NACO, and I'm also on Large Urban County Caucus, Justice and Public Safety, and Audit. And from a in meeting at the Audit Committee, we covered things such as the audit of payroll and human resources, evaluation of the anti-fraud system, analysis of programs, reserves, and building fund, uh, gap audit, review of NACO's privacy policies, autom auto automated distribution system that they have for vendors. And <clears throat> what's very interesting, they have moved into new quarters at 660 North Capitol Street, and that's your home. When you're in Washington, that's your home. That's your home for whatever you want, if you want refreshments, if you want to use an office, if you want to just rest, if you want to make some phone calls, or if you want to go up and get some sun in the summertime up on top of the building because uh, there's an area up there where they do charcoaling, and it's a very, very, very nice place. So you're more than welcome to stop in any time while you're there. And from the uh, large urban county caucus point of view, I think it's important that we know uh, oh, by the way, there were 39 members from Wisconsin's delegation uh, that came to Washington, which was a good number this year. Uh, we talked at, at large urban counties about the fact that we own 130, 123 hospitals, 38,000 beds in the United States of America. We have 62 million patient days. Think about that, 6.2 million patient days. We own 18,867 bridges, and we own 136 airports. And we have to fight for our money to make sure that they are sustained and they are up to, up to the 21st century. In justice and public safety, uh, 
Our chairperson is from uh, Palm Beach area, and she had 100 copies of this newspaper. And I just want you to look at this uh, page right here, if you would. This is a page of 216 people between the ages of 16 and 25. And why is their picture in the paper? They all died as a result of drug overdose and opioids. And that's after they initiated the Narcan process that we, thank God, have in Dane County. 216. Those are the ones we know about. So that's one of the real issues that we're working on in the justice and public safety area right now is this. It's, it's an epidemic in our country, and it's affecting our young people, tragically. And then um, I'd like you to, to uh, think about... We had no representation from the administration because there were none that were sworn in. And you can't send somebody to advocate for your, your policies when you're not sworn in as a secretary or an undersecretary or a member of the cabinet. Uh, we did have a senator from Virginia, Warner, and we had a senator from Minnesota, Amy Klobuchar. Thank you very much. Uh, who were both were very, very good. And coming away from both of their speeches are three words that I heard that kind of bled together, for lack of a better description, compromise, consolidation, and communication. So uh, there's anxiety, there's apprehension in Washington, but uh, America... We'll get through whatever it is that we're facing. So I just wanted to share that with you. And if you have any, I've got all the paperwork on our, uh, on our meeting. And I'll just quickly end with uh, some of our legislative priorities. Protect our municipal bonds. Protect the federal, state, local partnerships for Medicaid. Promote county surface transportation. Big deal. Surface transportation. Roads, bridges. Just, just we need to get money for that. And define waters of the U.S. Is it ditches or is it lakes or is it streams? Support county authority to collect existing sales tax, sales tax that lands in charges on their product that we are not able to collect, not lands in another uh, state, and uh, payment in lieu of taxes, etc. So I've got all the paperwork. If you're interested in looking at it or taking some of it and uh, digesting it, you're more than welcome to do it. But I just want to report that to you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Supervisor O'Loughlin. Oh, I have one more, Madam Chair. May I? May I? It'll just take a moment. Uh, on, our, on our human resources side, uh, NACO minority and female population percentages by job category at NACO. Senior management, minorities at 25%, female or 38%. NACO total staff headcount by job category. Senior management, total is four, three are white, one is African American. Uh, category female, 54% are, are women in senior management positions, and 37% are African American. Uh, overall, our workforce is Nichols workforce, female is 54%, uh, federal government civilian workforce is 43%, male we're at 46%, uh, federal government's 57%, African Americans 25% are NACO workforce. Federal government's 18%, so we're in good shape. 
when we look at opportunity and diversity within the ranks of NACO. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Laughlin. Supervisor Schmidt. Um, thank you. I'll be brief. Um, I have a, introducing a resolution tonight um, that's titled Establishing Goals for Regional Transit Authority Legislation. Basically, um, as our great leaders down the street are looking at solutions for our, uh, our state budget, uh, specifically as it relates to transportation challenges, I'd like to encourage them to include Regional Transit Authority as part of the solution so that if you reduce the number of cars, perhaps you have less need for all of the funding that uh, is uh, currently um, being discussed for road expansion and uh, road repairs. So I hope that you'll join me in encouraging the RTA be part of that uh, broader discussion at the state level. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Schmidt. Supervisor Baird. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I am introducing a resolution tonight uh, approving uh, the purchase uh, of land at Tree Lane. This was already approved in the Dane County budget, and um, this is a cooperative project with the city of Madison to build uh, family affordable housing. We've talked about family affordable housing. Recently, uh, the Tree Lane location, 19 two-bedroom units, 23 three-bedroom units, and three four-bedroom units. So really family-supporting housing. It's across the street from Jefferson Middle School and, and uh, Memorial High School. It's uh, accessible to m the mall and to stores and lots of mass transit. It's an excellent location. It's an excellent project. I hope everyone will join me in signing uh, in support of this. Again, it was already approved in the budget, so this is just the fun part of uh, – putting the icing on the cake of this excellent project. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Baird. Supervisor Dye. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, this evening I am circulating a resolution to approve changes to the 2017 Employee Benefit Handbook. That is uh, circulating now. I hope that you will consider signing on. It formalizes changes um, in our health insurance. And uh, I'm happy to report also includes the creation of a bilingual enhancer, which is something that has been uh, discussed by this board and would love your support. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Dye. Supervisor Farrell. Yes, thank you, Madam Chair. As I promised or maybe threatened at our last meeting, I'm going to mention once again May 15th. I'm sure you all blocked it out on your calendars. The Dane County Veterans Service Office is celebrating 75 years of service to Dane County veterans and their families. They're holding an open house, again, Wednesday, March 15th from 1 to 4 p.m. in their office here in this building, the City County Building, 210 Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, Room 108, and cake and punch will be provided, again, 1 to 4 next Wednesday the 15th. Everyone is welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Farrell. Supervisor DeFelice. Thank you, Madam Chair. In the hours before this meeting began, we met as a committee of the whole and heard a very fine presentation on the Alliant Energy Center grounds, what to do with them. And uh, I uh, wanted to thank the chair for arranging that. It was very informative. I wanted to pass along, as long as our heads are in the game on that, that uh, I asked the uh, first presenter if the debt service was built into those costs that he listed. And the cost made it look pretty good. And he answered that the debt service was not built into those costs. So whatever those costs are, whatever revenue streams we're looking at, that does not include what the county will be paying for debt service. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor DeFelice. 
Seeing no further announcements, we have a special matter this evening, Resolution 582, recognizing Dane County residents for their contributions to the annual Bring Your Meeting Home Appreciation Program. Supervisor Stubbs um, will come forward and the representatives of the Greater Medicine Commission and Visitors Bureau, if you want to. Thank you, Madam Chair. Recognizing Dane County residents for their contribution to the annual Bring Your Meeting Home Appreciation Program. Where is the Greater Madison Convention and Visitors Bureau annual Bring Your Meeting Home Appreciation Program is recognizing significant contributions of 43 Dane County residents who have helped to bring their meetings, their conventions, and events to the Greater Madison area. And whereas the contributions of these local community members, including members of the Madison Area Sports Commission, have helped the Greater Madison Convention and Visitors Bureau deliver more than $19 million in economic impact to our region. Now, therefore, be it resolved that the Dane County Board of Supervisors hereby recognizes the following local residents for their role bringing meetings, conventions, and events home to us at Dane County. And be it finally resolved that a copy of this resolution be presented to Deb Archer, President and CEO of the Greater Madison Convention and Visitors Bureau, and the following honorees as a token of their esteem in which they are held by this board. There are 43 individuals. I'm going to say their names very quickly because maybe they're one of your constituents, and I think it's just really nice if we could recognize their work. We have Tim Double, John Ops, Jenny Hart, Gail Schwant, Dorothy Ruff, Daniel Considine, Tom Considine, Dr. Richard Schimbel, Kathleen O'Toole-Smith, Eric Dundee, Stephanie Orkowski, Amanda Safa, Ray Garganda, Ryan Richards, Mark Pascali, Michelle McGrath, Ann Hamster, Phil Dowling, Kathy Zwitter, uh, Clara DeCristina, Mike Neatman, Merritt Vetrome, Monique, Monique Warkey, Tim S. Bundy, Tom Kennedy, Kathy Braun Meyer, Steve Carpenter, Scott Niles, Megan Metzen, Ann Fleiss, Robin Gittrich, Lisa Schultz, Mary Orella, Roy Elkins, uh, Kelly Orsti, Greg uh, Bomben, Sandy Orleaf, Joji Retram, Dean Cork, Kathy um, Somerville, Renee Calloway, uh, Maria Ingraham, and Carrie Bray. Of course, some of these names I didn't get correctly, but Deb would do that for their luncheon that's upcoming. So let's give them a round of applause. Our 43 local members have done an outstanding job. Move, moved by Supervisor Stubbs, seconded by Supervisor Dye. Um, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the resolution is approved. If you'd like to submit a comment, we'd be glad to have it. Well, first of all, I want to thank um, Supervisor Stubbs and all of you, Supervisor Corrigan, for these proclamations. Um, all of these people volunteered their time to help us secure business. Some of it's for the Alliant Energy Center, some's for Monona Terrace, some's for the hotels, but all of them bring people here who enhance our community, bring economic impact, and made a difference. And again, they're volunteering, they're stepping up, just like some of you have in the past to help us do our jobs and uh, bring more visitors here. So really appreciate you recognizing them. They really, this really matters to them, and we're really going to be look forward to sharing this on April 6th, which is also known as Global Meeting Industry Day, and we're hosting a lunch for them. So thank you. This will make them all very happy. Really appreciate it.
approval of <coughs> approval of payments. Is there a motion on the bills over ten thousand dollars referred to the county board? Moved by Nelson, seconded by Farrell. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the bills over ten thousand dollars are approved. Under item E, approval of county board minutes, is there a motion on the minutes of the February 23rd county board meeting? Moved by Farrell, seconded by Chenoweth. Is there discussion or are there amendments or corrections? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and the minutes are approved. On the consent calendar are items F1 to F6. Are there any requests for separation? Supervisor Baird. Yes. F2, please. F2. That. Any other requests? So on item F1 and F3 to F6, is there discussion? Items F1, F3 to F6 are recommended for approval. All those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and those items are approved. On F6, okay. <laughs> On item F2, um, OA84, amending Chapter 16 of the Dane County Code of Ordinances regarding disclosure of confidential information. Supervisor Baird. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I'd like to move a referral to um, Executive Committee. Supervisor Baird moves that this OA84 be referred to Executive Committee. It's seconded by Supervisor Schauer. Is there, um, would you like to explain? Sure. And there seems to be a, a mix-up. The, the sub that is posted uh, is not the correct sub. There seems okay. to be a, a, a bit of a confusion. There were two versions of a sub one, and somehow we'll get that correct. We'll get it corrected. Up. So there is a sub one attached, but that is not actually the right sub one. Uh, we will get that done. And Supervisor Dye tried to let me know that, uh, but I didn't quite understand what she was trying to let me know. Uh, earlier. We'll right. get the okay. stuff attached. And that, um, is there further discussion? Yeah, just I hope everyone will support me on this. I appreciate I sent out an email uh, earlier today articulating uh, the reasons. I don't really want to hash into them again. But I'm more than happy if people have questions. But there is, uh, I appreciate the strong support. This passed committee unanimously. This had 25 uh, plus co-sponsors. But there are some issues that have come up. Uh, and we want to make sure we get this right, and I'd like to talk about it in committee instead of here on the county board floor. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor of, re of referring OA84 to the executive committee say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the referral is approved. Um, H reports on zoning committee and um, zoning petitions. Items H1 to H11 are before us. Are there any requests for separation? Seeing none, what's before us is the recommendation of the committee. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor of the recommendation of the committee on items H1 to H11 say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it and that those recommendations are approved. On, item, on resolution 441 under K resolutions, 
supporting WEDC Community Development Investment Grant for Hoff Mall Expansion Project in Mount Horeb. Um, what's before us is the Executive Committee recommendation to approve. Is there a motion on the Personnel and Finance Committee sub? Supervisor Chenoweth moves um, sub one, seconded by Supervisor Dye. Um, is there, um, and I should say, with this motion, this re resolution requires a two-thirds majority because it affects the budget. So is there a discussion? And I, there is also a registrant on this. So sub one is before us, and there is a registrant, um, Craig Enzeroth from Hoffmall Corporation is wishing to, is registering in support and available for information. Is there discussion on resolution 441? Supervisor Downing. Well, thank you, Madam Chair. Um, there's a number of people I'd like to thank, and I hope I'm able to thank this county board if they pass this resolution. Um, but let me uh, start by thanking the village of Mount Horeb and the uh, developers that uh, have brought this forward and asked us to support their uh, revitalization effort of, uh, of an area of downtown uh, Mount Horeb. And, and in so doing, in, in so asking us to be the, the pass-through entity of a quarter of a million dollars, they've opened our eyes to an avenue in which we might be able to support other uh, revitalization efforts down the road. So um, I'd also like to thank uh, uh, those on the fourth floor uh, and the um, personal and finance committee who helped us uh, uh, as we sent it back to committee create a resolution that uh, indemnifies the county and makes this uh, really a win-win uh, proposition all the way around. So uh, sure hope you'll support it and if you do I thank you for that. Thank you Supervisor Downing. Supervisor De Felice. Yes, thank you Madam Chair. And I had a question about that because it's uh, considerable amount of money and I thought I heard you say that it needs a two-thirds vote because it affects the budget but yet I heard the sponsors say we're indemnified from it so I'd like to know uh, who's paying I, I, Supervisor Dye um, will address that as chair of personnel finance will address that question uh, thank you, Madam Chair, and thank you for the, the question. Um, the reason that it affects the budget is because we're going to have to accept revenue and then pay it out, so that's a, a change to the budget as adopted. But it will not actually affect uh, the budget in terms of affecting the county's funding. Uh, we're essentially going to act as a pass-through uh, for funds that, if uh, the grant is awarded, will come from the state through the um, Economic Development Corporation, and we will... Um, then pass those on for this project as part of the agreement that has been worked out between the county and the developer. The developer will hold the county harmless for any costs that might be incurred. Um, so we, again, will not be actually spending any county funds on this project, but it requires a two-thirds vote because of the fact that we will be bringing money into the county from the state and then passing it out through our budget. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Dye. <clears throat> Is there further discussion on Resolution 441? As I said, this requires a two-thirds vote. Um, is, I'd like to have it recorded as having passed unanimously if there's no objection. Is there an objection to recording Resolution 441 as having passed unanimously? Seeing none, it will be so recorded. Under item M, items requiring a two-thirds majority for passage, we have items M1 to M6. Are there any requests for separation? 
Seeing none, oh, Supervisor Wegleitner. Uh, M6. M6. Okay. Any others? So on M items M1 to M5, um, is there discussion? Seeing none, again, these are required two-thirds majority for passage. I'd like to record them as having passed unanimously. If there's no objection, is there an objection? Seeing none, items M1 to M5 will be recorded as having passed unanimously. Item M6, Resolution 529, authorizing acceptance of a MacArthur Foundation grant for the Community Restorative Court. Is there discussion? Supervisor Wegleitner. Thank you, Madam Chair. I, I just had a question. Um, I, I was just kind of wondering if, if someone could explain what the grant going to be used for. It looks like it's to, I know it's to expand capacity, but I wonder if there was any additional detail that could be provided about training or, or staffing. Um, Supervisor Stubbs has indicated that she would like to speak to that. Thank you, Supervisor Stubbs. Yeah, thank you, Madam Chair. Um, these funds will be used to actually train our peacemakers that are currently, it's the community that are, like the, the judge that's kind of in a community who's dealing with that perspective. And then it's going to give us technical support. That's been one area that, um, because it's a piloted community court, we've been able to get these memorandas in place, but we really don't have that constant partnership. So that's what it creates. And hoping that as we get these $50,000 funds, we'll find that permanent national partner to assist us. So it's training dollars. Thank you, Supervisor Steps. Is there further discussion on Resolution 529? This resolution also requires a two-thirds majority. Um, I'd like to record it as having, as having passed unanimously. Is there any objection to it being recorded such? Seeing none, resolution 529 will be recorded as having passed unanimously. Such other business as the county board is authorized to conduct by law. Is there a motion to adjourn? Moved by Supervisor Chenoa, seconded by Shower. Um, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and we are adjourned. <laughs>